We live in the day of the 24-hour news cycle, and most of what we hear is bad news. With the steady stream of evil reports, it is easy to forget that God has provided good news in a bad world, and that good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today, we join Scott Pauley as he opens God's Word to remind us of God's good news, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, and how that good news not only encourages us as believers, but is also the message this unbelieving world desperately needs. Let's join Scott now. Every good thing in our lives, including the good news of Jesus Christ, was given to us not to keep to ourselves, but to pass on to someone else. The Lord intended that His followers would be channels for the gospel, literally would be tributaries through which the good news would flow to the entire world. In other words, what we have received, we are now responsible and privileged to relate to others. And we, in our last study, we're in Mark chapter number 1, uh, we discussed our response to the gospel. We must repent and believe the gospel. Now I want to take you to the other end of Mark, to the last chapter, Mark chapter number 16, because this gospel record begins and ends with an emphasis on the gospel. Jesus came preaching the gospel, but he left telling his disciples they were supposed to preach the gospel. Now listen to the words of Mark chapter 16 and verse number 15. The Bible says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. What a verse. Would you please memorize this verse? In fact, if you already know it by heart, or you're looking at it right now, would you read it out loud or quote it out loud with me? Mark 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. I said in our last study, ye means me. Well, I want you to know, uh, the ye of Mark 1, uh, that's me. I must repent and believe the gospel. And the ye of Mark 16, verse 15, that's me. I must now go into all the world and preach the same gospel to other people. Can you imagine someone having the cure for cancer, or having the cure for some terrible disease that people are perishing with all around the world, and enjoying the, the benefits of that, but not passing it on to someone else. Someone says, what a horrible thing. Yes. Well, put that in context just a moment. We have the divine cure, the only answer for sin sickness. And people all around us are perishing. They're dying in the disease of their own sin. And we're keeping it to ourselves. I'm going to tell you what we need to do. We need to put the go in the gospel. In fact, if you have a pen, I wish you'd mark in Mark 16, verse 15, the word go at the beginning of the verse and the word gospel at the end of the verse. It is time that we, we put the go back in the gospel. The gospel was never meant to be a passive thing. The gospel was always meant to be active. Uh, it, it, by its nature, must be shared, must be given to someone else. What do you do when you hear good news? You want to share it. Now, tragically, some people love sharing bad news. I get sick of hearing it, and I sure don't want to tell it. But when it comes to good news, if the good news ever really gets a hold of you, you're going to want to share it with someone else. That's why most Christians do more of their witnessing in the first few months after they get saved than they do the rest of their Christian life combined. 
Because when you first receive and hear the good news, you're so amazed that God loved you. You're so in awe that the Lord Jesus would save you that you want everybody to know it. You want everybody to hear it. You want everybody to receive what you have received. Friends, we've got to get back to that. We've got to push the gospel reset button in our own lives, and we've got to start getting this good news to a bad world. So let's just look at the verse for a moment together. Let's just concentrate on one verse today. Uh, No special outline. Let's just walk through it word by word. The Bible says, and he said unto them. Who is the he? That's Jesus. And we know, of course, he was speaking to his first followers. But There's a pattern here, first principles. Uh, This was his intention for all who would follow him. So do you consider yourself to be a follower of Jesus? Oh, yes, yes, I'm a follower of Jesus. Well, if you're a follower of Christ, you're to be a leader of others. So if you truly are following the Lord Jesus, you're to be leading other people to become followers. Everything reproduces after his own kind. And notice this carefully. This this command, what we sometimes call the, the Great Commission, and Mark 16, 15 is one of five records of that Great Commission. Uh, this command or commission was not given by a man. It was given by the God-man. So this is not optional. This is mandatory. This is not, well, that's not my thing. Oh, wait a minute. If you're a follower of the Lord Jesus, Jesus said to his followers, this is our work. Put the go in the gospel. Then it says, go ye. You see how personal this is? I mean, he's looking them in the face. And I think even now the Lord Jesus is looking at his church at this time in our world, in this generation, and saying, it's our time. This is our moment. What are you doing for the gospel's sake? Uh, Recently, I have been pondering this. Every week that goes by, another week gone, another week gone, another week gone. What did I do this past week for the gospel's sake? Better question, what will I do in the coming week for the gospel's sake? What would happen if every day we just did something for the sake of the gospel? Uh, What if every day we, like D.L. Moody, uh, made a commitment that every day we were going to try to give the gospel to at least one person? They said, Mr. Moody, frequently at night, uh, would realize he had failed to keep that vow to God and he would get dressed and walk out on the street and find someone to speak to about Christ. What an amazing commitment. But imagine what would happen if all of God's children took this command seriously and personally, go ye. Then it says, he said unto them, go ye into all the world. Now we've got to begin where we are. We have to begin right where we live. And geographically, you can't go everywhere, but you can make an impact for Christ right where you are and then through your local church and the work of God and uh, praying for and supporting and encouraging other laborers, we can be connected to God's work all around the world. Uh, This is a worldwide mission. You're a part of the greatest thing in the world. It is the gospel work that Jesus Christ set in motion. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel. Now, it's one thing to believe the gospel. It's quite another to preach the gospel. There are lots of people who give mental assent or even say they've believed the gospel and they're Christians and they're glad they're saved, but they they never give it to anyone else. And maybe you're saying, well, I'm not a preacher. Well, Jesus said all of us are to be preaching the gospel. You may never preach a sermon, but you can preach the gospel. You may never preach in a pulpit, but you can preach on the job and in your neighborhood and on your school campus. You can be the messenger. Remember, the word gospel just means good news. So you're just a a reporter. That's what you are. Uh, You're an eyewitness account. That's what you are. Uh, You are someone sharing what you have seen and observed and experienced for yourself. So share the good news with someone. 
don't keep it to yourself. Preach the gospel. And then I love this last expression. He said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Did you know you can't give the gospel to the wrong person? (laughs) Everybody needs the gospel. Everybody's lost. Everybody gets saved the same way. Everybody needs to know who Jesus is. And so today, I would challenge you, give the gospel to someone. You can't speak to everyone. Now, we're to get it to every creature, but you can't personally talk to everybody in the world. But you can certainly speak to someone. Just start right where you are and say, by the grace of God, I want to do my part to get the good news into this evil world. Are you glad you're going to heaven? I am. I say a hearty amen to that. I'm glad I'm going to heaven. Now, may I ask this question? Who are you taking with you? Who someday at the judgment seat will point at you and say, that man led me to Jesus. That woman prayed me to God. That family adopted us and wouldn't leave us alone until we got the gospel. Those people didn't give up on us. They kept pressing to us who Christ is and our need of Christ. Oh, may the Lord help all of us to do what we can, where we are, while we still have opportunity. Let's put the go back in the gospel. The Apostle Paul wrote in the book of Romans that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Thank God for the transforming power of the gospel of His dear Son. And may this truth stir our heart as we seek to impact those within our influence with the good news of Jesus Christ. For additional resources on the gospel, we invite you to visit Scott's YouTube channel and view the playlist on the sermon series entitled The Joy of the Gospel. These four Bible messages were given in a revival meeting, and they will surely be an encouragement and help to you as you live a life focused on God's good news. And until next time, we hope you will enjoy the journey.